Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 43 of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC podcast. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, that being Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. And today's guest is LFC fan, and she does a lot of great work for Muscle Sport Mag, Muscle Sport Magazine with her Sex and Relationships column. You've heard her on On the Mic with Mike. You've heard her on the Stevie Nicks Hockey Experience. It is Miss Stephanie Ferreira. Stephanie, it's a pleasure to have you on Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the LFC podcast. I'm so excited for having me. Not a problem. I got to say, as someone who does enjoy the product, and I can say this as well, uh, speaking of Muscle Sport Mag, one of the prospects is Michelle Ranga, who you could check out alongside uh, Lauren Cassandra on Word of Mouth. Michelle, the Iron Empress Ranga. And we got yourself being a big fan of it. I'm happy to have a lot of Muscle Sport Mag involvement uh, with Lingerie Fighting Championships. So I got to say, every time we've had a lot of great conversations, we've shot the breeze, we've done our thing. I always appreciate your kind words and sentiments about LFC. So to start off, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, so much. You just made me blush. <laughs> Ah, you're very welcome. I got to say, a lot of people, and there have been critics, and we're going to touch upon that in the show today, but there have been some critics because a lot of people focus more on the outerwear, and they see the word lingerie, and they don't understand, you know, there's MMA in there. Yes, it's less clothing. Yes, they're in the lingerie. They're looking sexy, but there's a lot of physicality that goes into it, whether it be backgrounds in mixed martial arts, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing, pro wrestling, what have you. There's a lot of work that goes into it besides looking good. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. And I think with you, I got to say this to you first and foremost. I got to ask you first question to start this off, Stephanie. Uh, lingerie fighting championships. You've seen it on the uh, Instagram platform, the Twitter platform, all over. What is it about LFC that really piqued your interest? I find that it's just it's beautiful women for one. I mean, beautiful women will always intrigue me. They'll always catch my attention. But how hard these women work and how hard they train. And they have to practice and they train and it's not so much what they're wearing. It's what they're doing inside of the rink. Fighting is not easy to do. That's why if everybody could do it, everybody would be involved in leagues like this or in championships, but they're not. So what really intrigued me was the way they train, how they fight, the way they hit. And they definitely left their mark on me. You got to say this as well with lingerie fighting championships. A lot of people don't realize like LFC, it started off like we got the reality series exposed, but it started off as a mockumentary, you know, I mean, of UFC, we have LFC, the lingerie fighting championships, as opposed to the ultimate fighting championships. And it's just grown to many, many heights. We've seen, I'll be honest, people, if you go to lingeriefc.com, no spoilers. So I want you guys to go to lfc.com. You get to see a lot of great people that we see now in professional wrestling that are in the WWE that have been involved in National Wrestling Alliance, NWA. UA, Impact Wrestling, the whole nine, you're going to see a lot of formidable and familiar faces that are in the pro wrestling world that have been on the lingerie FC roster. And I think for me is you add that ideal point of reality with the reality show, right? But keep in mind, you're focusing on something that's different. Like I always say this, I mean, women's mixed martial arts, I'm going to be honest, the LFC has had their criticism. They've had their, um, you know, their naysayers, but the thing to remember is, too, it's entertainment. It's a show. We're putting on a show, and we're putting out the damnedest show to keep people entertained and just to put on a fun product all in all for the consumer. Agreed. Well, it's just – it's exactly that. Entertainment, You are, they're just like nuns. Are you really going to tune in? I mean, it's its not shock value. If you don't want to watch, you don't have to watch. Of course. But for those of us who are watching, we want to enjoy it. And these women who are very careful with how they treat their body, they take care of their bodies. If they're ever in a match, they need time to heal. So I think there's a lot more to it than what people really make of it. There's so much hard work that goes into it. So I think that the entertainment side, I mean, I'm entertained when I watch it. But if someone's not entertained, then, you know, that's that's your own issue to deal with. But at the same time, I look at it from all perspectives, the entertainment, what it takes to put into a fight. There's there's everything to look at, really. So that's that's my two cents on that. Oh, no, you said it beautifully. I mean, as someone who I'll be honest, I started this. It's so interesting how you know you get involved with things and just to see over life's journey and what life has ahead of you. So I started interviewing Allie Baby Doll Parks, aka Allie Parker. Now, for those who don't know, Allie Parker is also a professional wrestler and she's been doing uh, LFC for a while, for a few years now, probably since like the early inceptions around like 2016, 2017, and forward, and so on and so forth. But with Allie Baby Doll Parks, I mean, this is a girl whose story is. 
She gave her brother a kidney. We saw one of the LFC fights, the scarring that we saw in her bout. And it's just, it's amazing to tell the story of the wrestling world and LFC coming together because we mentioned there's a lot of professional wrestlers with wrestling backgrounds in lingerie fighting championships. And I mean, you have the fight capital of the world, Las Vegas, where a lot of the events have been held. I mean, there was an event in Kansas. There was an event in Slovakia back at LFC 24. So you get to travel the world, which is amazing. But one of its primary locations is Las Vegas, Nevada, whether it be in Sam's Town, whether it be various casinos. But Las Vegas is the fight capital of the world. And I mean, Greg Frito, who has helped train the girls at LFC 25 a few years back. I mean, this is a guy that's worked with Floyd Mayweather Sr. and Jr. respectively and helped with train them. And I mean... Have, have them train the girls. You have uh, Syndicate MMA, which is Ken Shamrock's gym in Las Vegas, where Jesse El Toro Santos and the likes of Lauren the Animal Fogel have trained. And I'll put it out here, Future Stars of Wrestling out in uh, Las Vegas, where guys like Killer Cross and Chris Bay, who are now on Impact Wrestling and uh, WWE NXT, uh, respectively. I mean, there's a lot of things in Las Vegas. It's the fight capital of the world. I mean, it's at your fingertips. MMA gyms, boxing gyms, wrestling gyms. It's all at your fingertips, the academies and all the sports and, uh, you know, pretty much everything that goes into it in Las Vegas. I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> I had no idea. Especially well, with Las Vegas being, like, the fighting capital of the world. But it does make sense, considering that's where most of the largest fights are. Well, you see, with your answer, it's okay with the I have no idea because I'll be honest with you. A lot of people don't even realize that. And I think what's great about it is, too, is when I talk to you and I talk to a lot of the fans because LFC, we appreciate our fans. Like, I'll be honest with you. If my voice, if the message of beauty, strength, and dominance encourages you and inspires you, that's what I'm about. That that means that I've done my job as a podcast host. But, I mean – What's amazing about it, too, is like Future Stars of Wrestling, I mean, a lot of people that are involved in professional wrestling, like the two men I named, uh, there's so many talents that you could train there. I mean, Disco Inferno, who was in WCW, is a trainer there. Uh, I mentioned Syndicate MMA, like Ken Shamrock, I mean, one of the pioneers in the mixed martial arts world, who's now in Impact Wrestling. And I mean, uh, Serena De Jesus, who was uh, signed to Invicta, Shannon Knapp's promotion, the first female autistic MMA fighter. And I mean, people like Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, uh, Jessamyn Duke, and people that have gone through the theater system, Amanda Nunez, like Invicta. And I always make the comparison, like, if you want to focus on the outerwear, don't, because you shouldn't. We discussed that earlier, but it's just like... They can look at Shannon Nash promotion. Just it does a great job with Invicta, but it's Invicta with less clothing. Look at the LFL, which we'll touch upon with the prospects that we have. The LFL is lingerie football league, but it's girls kicking ass in their lingerie. It's football, but with less clothing. So it's still an actual sport, but just it's provided to you in a sexy manner. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, as a male, I, it's, it's a plus to be around women with lingerie. I'm not going to lie, but there's more to it. And I think that's what I respect about your views. And I think we all have to be very open-minded about said LFC and just pretty much be open-minded in general about certain uh, uh, endeavors. I couldn't agree more, especially I think the problem is most people see lingerie and they immediately decide, oh, that's supposed to be private. You don't wear that. It's not outerwear. I mean, there's TV shows that they've mocked stuff like that. You know me with my with my um, pop culture. Yes. But the ladies, especially, I find that a lot of the criticism comes from other ladies. And it really, it really boggles my mind because that's all they focus on. They're not focused on the fighting. They're not focused on anything other than the lingerie. And to me, I mean, I watched wrestling growing up. I mean, Hulk Hogan, and they weren't very wearing very much clothing. I mean, didn't Hulk Hogan have the trademark where he used to rip off his shirt? Yes, red, white, and blue, yellow, and red, brother. Right? So, I mean, to me, what's the difference between him showing off his chest and a lady wearing a, a bra or a negligee or a, a teddy? I don't really see all that much of a difference. So all in all, for me, I look at where it's, where it's come from. Like WWE changed. We mentioned the divas on your podcast where they've opened a lot of doors for a lot of females who want to get into professional wrestling. They want to get into professional fighting. And I think that when we criticize what they're wearing, we're taking away so much. If anything, we're moving backwards away from the sport, which is actually empowering ladies to to go forward with the sport. 
I couldn't agree more. Like I again, and we'll reiterate this here because it does apply to the lingerie fighting championships. I mean, when you look at professional wrestling, and from the days of the brawn panties and the pudding matches and the mud matches and so on and so forth, the evening gown matches, it's the sex appeal and sex does sell. But I mean, the focal point now is they're still cutie beauties. I'm going to use that term cutie beauties because it rhymes, and that's what they are: cutie beauties, cutie beauties, and absolutely amazing women. You know, just fighting and they're again giving them more time to wrestle and just to see where you know the evolution pun intended of how women's wrestling has gone i mean with ronda rousey main eventing wrestlemania last year uh we get to see just a lot of people come in that are just amazing i mean i remember reading about Paige van zandt wanting to go to wwe and maybe do something there i love it i love the mma and pro wrestling uh, tie-ins and correlations because we've seen it from years with the men but you see people like ronda rousey and all these people that are killing it and we're killing it in professional wrestling and MMA, respectively. I think it's great because I'll be honest with you, uh, Stephanie. I was that kid where I enjoyed boxing. I remember watching it with my grandfather as a kid, God rest his soul. I remember watching uh, MMA as I got older, and I, it piqued my interest due to wrestling because Brock Lesnar went over there right after WrestleMania. You know, he did some wrestling. He did try out for football for a little bit, but then he got involved in the world of mixed martial arts and UFC. So it piqued my interest. And I've always appreciated mixed martial arts. I was never that kid. Cause you remember how as a kid, if you like mixed martial arts, you like wrestling, they would probably be the budding heads. So, well, this is more, this is real. And this is predetermined, but I'm like, there's still sports and there's a lot that go into it. Yes. It's scripted professional wrestling, but the risks are there. People get hurt. There's a reason why they say, do not try this at home. And each and every, you know, warning that they give out, but it's just, yeah, I was never one of those kids that like like to argue about that stuff. I think I just appreciate it for the art form and work that is, if that makes sense. I always appreciated it. I loved sports in general. Mm-hmm. So for me, growing up in like my very Italian household, you know, I grew up with my uncles, my dad, and my mom always used to say, you know, wrestling is more for the boys to watch. But at the same time, That's what was on the TV. We only had one TV, so you're going to watch what everybody else is watching. So with us, it was, you know, boxing is very real. It's um, you get dressed up on a Friday, Saturday night when you're watching it, because that's what they do in in Las Vegas, for example. And then, I mean, UFC started to come into the mix. And then my mom would say to me, you know, that's a little bit too gruesome for you. And I'm like, so can I go back to watching my my boxing you know, so she's like, oh, okay, then, you know, you can't watch UFC, but you can fight box, or you can watch boxing. And then when wrestling, you know, had John Cena, they had The Rock, my mom was more than okay with it because she had a great time looking at those characters. Because <laughs> it was all about a persona that they had. It was all about, like, having almost an alter ego. And, you know, my mom, at first, she didn't like it. But then you'd catch her, you know, say something to my dad, like, oh, you know, I, I didn't realize that this was actually so much fun to watch. It's just, if you close the door, if you close your mind to it way before you even have the opportunity to really look into it. I mean, the coaches who are constantly working and teaching them how to train, how to properly hit, how to deliver a punch, just like the energy that goes into the punch. Um, I believe, I can't remember who coined it, but they used to say how much energy goes into a missed shot is actually greater than actually connecting a hit. So for me, there was so much science behind it. How are they going to fall? How are they going to grab each other without really injuring one another, especially with the wrestling? So, I mean, my mom was okay up until the chairs got involved. So... (laughs) Well, they've toned that down over the years, man, because ever since people started learning about CTE and all that, if you notice with professional wrestling, the chair shots to the head are no more. It's mostly to the gutter, to the back, which is, again, smart because of how concussions have. We found out more about concussions over the years. But you know what it is, too? Like, And you actually greatly segue there because you look at the entertainment. It's the character development because LFC, we got a lot of great characters. We got people like Jesse El Toro Santos, Lauren the Animal Fogel, newcomers like Atomico the Temptress Tajima, and so many people involved with LFC. They're developing their characters. They got the skills. They got the tools to go in there. And it's a psychology because it's whether you're working on a body part, whether you're working on this. They are telling a story with their bodies, much like professional wrestling. And I think that's people got to look at it as like the story. I mean, to quote Denzel Washington in Training Day, and I love this line, this is chess, it ain't checkers. So, I mean, it's a chess game. We're looking for that checkmate. We're looking to see who makes their move. It's an overall science. Yes. And for me, I find, especially with the LFC, I love the ladies. They're so different. They're so unique. 
they're not one dimensional. They've got so many, so many things that they're going for. Some of them, they want the, they want a title. Some of them want to win. And some of them just want to get into the rink and they want to fight. And they look great while they're doing it. The way they train. I mean, I've watched countless videos ever since you and I have started talking about these amazing, incredible ladies who, I mean, it's on my bucket list to actually sit down with any of them and just have a conversation and just pick their brain because when they're developing a character, one, they have to be relatable. There has to be something about them that's either going to make me say, oh my God, I, I can see myself like them. But I also want to be one of those girls who says, you know what, if I ever got into a fight, I would want to fight her just because I just, I want to see how she moves. I want to see how she anticipates my next move. So there's, there's a whole different dynamic. And I think that's how we have to look at it. They're different ladies. Everybody's so different. So that's how I'm looking at it. Of course. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's been a lot of injuries, um, whether it be, uh, shoulders injuries, whether it be leg injuries, whether it be rib shots, uh, Monica Flowerbaum Garcia took a nice back elbow from Shay the Fox Mazzotto, got herself a bloody nose at LFC 28. I mean, there's just so many uh, unique encounters and just the physicality goes into it. I keep mentioning Jesse El Toro Santos because Jesse El Toro Santos is one of the ones in my eyes that's one to look out for going forward. I mean, she hasn't lost her last three bouts, LFC 25 with a victory over Shea the Fox Mazzato, and Lauren the Animal Phobe at LFC 28 and Tomiko the Temptress to Jim at LFC 29. But for me, it makes me feel good because we got a lot of great prospects in there as well. One I'd like to mention is Ty Emery. Uh, for those that don't know, Ty Emery is an LFL All-Star. She actually played with Lauren the animal fogel in the lfl so there's the crossover there with the lfl and um lfc and also ty is dipping her tone to the mma world she's doing her thing in thailand and i know she's very interested in lfc originally from australia but ty emery is another one to look out for and i think whether it's overseas i think that helps because i got we got mia Mao ding at a puka top team we got cindy dandois who has competed in Invicta and has tried out for the ultimate fighter like there's so many people from around the world that i love that want to get involved with this and I think it's amazing. So that makes me as a host and that makes me someone who works with such a great company, the Lingerie Fighting Championship, is that people want to get involved. They're tuning in from the fan perspective and people that want to get involved and are serious about this. Because we'll talk about some non-serious shit in a second here because and I'm putting it like that because there's a lot of stuff to cover here. But I got to ask you, is it amazing to see people from all around that want to get involved with this? We've seen some new ones like Gypsy Top Shelf Bay. But for you, Stephanie Ferreira. What do you feel about all these new crop of talents coming in? And you mentioned you love the ladies, but man, isn't it exciting to see just the new people, the new appeal that LFC is drawn? I'm so excited about it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I want this to hit. I want this to hit everywhere. I want this to become mainstream. I want this to become something where a lot of ladies can get behind, whether they want to be in the fighting ring, if they have friends who want to get involved. I want it to come north of the border. I wanted to come up here. I want to go to matches on girls' nights. I want to go, um, I want to send friends who are going for guys' nights. So I find that it's going to take a lot of planning, but the most important thing is the support. One, first and foremost, even though from a fan's perspective, it's all about the athletes, the up-and-comers, the, the prospects. It's all about them. And I find that if we have enough of a voice where people are saying, there will be people to support you. There will be... A following there will be a huge fandom for this and a lot of support people will pay their way into it i think that it's very important that the prospects have to be there there has to be plenty of support either from a fan's point of view family friends so i think that where there's a voice that means that there's attention getting called to it so i find that with one voice like yours like yourself i mean your voice has has begun and you do so many different podcasts but with the LFC I find that there has to be a, a lot of voices and I want those voices and I want to be part of that voice so I want it to hit Russia I want it to hit the United States like thunder I want it to come north of the border especially once all this nonsense with the COVID-19 finally settles down I want it up here so if there's a way that we can find it I hope that the fans the the prospects, we all get together and we say, yes, let's do this. Let's move forward so that LFC becomes as mainstream as the NHL, as UFC. You know, I want it to be we're on a Saturday night. I know I'm watching a match. So that's how I want this to, to go forward. 
beautifully said, and this is where that not serious shit comes in, because as you've seen, and like I said, I'm, I went to school with this girl, such a sweetheart, such an amazing talent, Michelle the Iron Empress Ranga, who, like I mentioned, is all muscle sport mag, like yourself, Stephanie, she does a great show with Lauren Cassandra, word of mouth, you do your great column on sex and relationships. For you, I love the muscle sport mag participation here, and I like your fandom, I like Michelle wants to get involved, and when I say not serious shit, I mean Michelle is doing it the right way. She's training over there at East Coast MMA and uh, ProFit Deer Park. She's doing a lot of great work in the gym and training and training at New York Wrestling Connection, which is a great school in Long Island, New York, where guys like Brian Myers and um, Zach Ryder, uh, Matthew Cardona, Brett Matthews are, came from, and a lot of them have gone on to WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, what have you. It's a great school to learn from, and she's being trained by a guy like Bull James, who's been all over WWE, Japan, et cetera, et cetera. So she's doing it the right way, and she's taking it seriously. She's taking that shit serious. And what I mean by not taking it serious, and I'll be honest with you, there's been a couple people now, I understand if you get cold feet. I had this discussion with Andre the Storm Bledoy, the LFC champion currently. Uh, we have this discussion about there's people that get cold feet and look it happens if it's not for you that's totally fine but if you want to invest your time and your overall energy like i do at this podcast like we do at lfc if you and you want to get in this and you want to fight and be on an event you know don't just no show or just not take it seriously if you think it's just rolling around you want to look good you have to take this shit seriously and i think that's what's pissed me off just because I've seen it a couple times where people don't take this seriously, and I think they should. And this also applies to all endeavors of life and all facets of life. Whatever you do, whatever job that you have, you have to take this seriously. It, has, you know, it helps with your income. It helps with that have you. It helps you set your goals, and it helps show you who you are as a person in this thing that we call life. So I got to say – uh, I, I admire Michelle and I appreciate what she's doing and she's taking this shit seriously. But I just had to get that not shit serious out of out there because there's a lot of people that don't. I think it's uh, that doesn't not just it does piss us off, but it's just kind of like it's disappointing because, you know, we invest our time and energy in everybody. Yes, that's just what I mean. I mean, it's about the voice. And I mean, you want a voice that's going to clearly stay with with the whole the whole goal. Right. Mm -hmm. So I find that. When people aren't taking something serious, their heart's not in it or it's just not for them, but they need to say so. They need to speak up. And that's where accountability comes in as well. I mean, if we don't take something seriously, for one, our relationships in life, you know, you'll hear me talk about it on my like my my Saturday night live shows. So it's put your money where your mouth is. But at the same time, we have to give an effort. If an athlete just wants to look good chances are they're not going to go very far. They're not going to be successful on the skating rink, on the court, you name it, on the field, wherever they might be playing. This is hard work. It's their everyday lives. And when someone is training so hard and then they think they have the support and then someone no-shows, I find it very disheartening. I find it very disrespectful. And there's no, there's really no coming back from it. So I find that with LFC, especially when people are being criticized, if people are constantly saying negative things, I think we have to really focus on the positive. If it's negative feedback where it's something that we can learn from it, we'll learn from it and we'll move forward from it. But if it's something that we've got and it's good, we're going to use it as a strength. If it's a weakness, we're going to improve on it. So I find that with people you know, with their nonsense and their bullshit, it's really hard to say to them, you know, you shouldn't do this because a lot of people have things sometimes that are getting in the way. But I find that with LFC, I think if we start to teach people, it's a teachable moment. It's something for individuals to learn. Yes, they are wearing very beautiful lingerie. They look good. But let's look at it from the fighting aspect. If you're wearing rest restricted clothing, it's going to restrict your movement. You won't be able to kick the way you want to. You won't be able to throw that punch. If you're constantly worried about the clothing. I've been to the gym on many, many occasions, and I see plenty of ladies, you know, donning the sports bras, the tight um, leggings, pants, whatever you want to call them. There's really no difference than these ladies who are wearing you know, lingerie. I've seen ladies work out in, in G-strings and, and muscle t-shirts, so let it be. But I find for LFC Championship, there could be, this can be a huge event which people are going to go running to. Not a lot of families, but I find that 
if we open up a lot of the adults' minds, then maybe there's a chance where it can become more mainstream, which is what we could certainly hope for. Agreed. And I got to put it to you like this. I mean, when it comes to people, and we were talking about not taking this shit seriously, I personally, I think, the, and you love the girls, I love the girls. I think the great girls that we have on the roster, veterans like Terry Feisty Fisland and like Jolene the Valkyrie Hex, who we'll talk about in a second, because there was a certain video that came out by RT Sport, which we'll touch upon in a sec. But, man, you have Jolene, you got Andrea, you got Allie, you got Jesse. You have so many people that are veterans and newcomers. Like, I'll be honest with you, Bella Inc., who congratulations once more to Bella Inc., another fast and up-and-comer. She's pregnant. She's going to be having a child. Congratulations to Bella. We got Agatha Cannibal Carter, who's just another one that's going to take it by storm. I love to see the girls that are on the rise, and I love the veterans because I think behind the scenes – like, um, for instance, Leon Hader, Future Stars of Wrestling, he's a great coach for the black team. Joel Kane provides the entertainment side of things, and he's a great person to have aboard. Sean Donnelly, CEO, everybody from the CEO down is so invested in this, and I love it. And you can learn a lot, and that's why I loved having uh, – we loved having Ali as a coach and Andrea as a coach because for a lot of the new girls coming in, it's the learning curve, and it's the learning tree. Like, you're sitting down here learning from the best that have been there. I think that's a lot of people can learn from the coaches and overall personnel – to give them that insight to go in LFC. And I think I love that because we're bringing people up. And that goes back to that saying, United not divided, that I love. And I just love the camaraderie factor of it. Definitely. So and we got to touch upon RT Sport as well because, man, uh, RT Sport on Russia put out a great vid. It was talking about exploitation or entertainment with LFC. Now, Stephanie Ferrer, I said to you, man, before we do this show, and I knew we were going to have a fun conversation talking about this, this has to be discussed because it was recently added to their YouTube channel. Link will be in the description for everybody can check out. RT Sport, exploitation or uh, entertainment? I got to ask you, we'll touch upon the video all and unanalyze, dissect, and decipher it, but I got to ask you, what were your thoughts about that video? Um, the there's a lot of it that actually makes me really grind my teeth. It grinds my gears. If I can be the guy reference, Peter Griffin, um, nothing as a, as a lady, it sets me off. It almost is like a trigger for me when I hear people say it exploits or objectifies ladies. I have to say, like I said, it pisses me off to the point where it gets, me so annoyed that I almost have to calm my nerves before I say anything. They're not exploiting women. It's people who have to tear down anything that is different. Let me ask you something. And it's going to sound like I'm changing the subject. You go to the beach with your family. It's a hot sunny day and you're all going swimming. And you know, there's ladies with, no tops on, they're wearing a thong, they're wearing whatever floats their boat for them to go swimming. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go up to them and say you're being exploited by wearing a bikini, a two-piece, a, a one-piece, say half a, a bathing suit? So I find that when I see comments made like that, it really sets us back. And I think that for for me personally, as a lady, like I said, I try not to get my emotions involved. Women are not being objectified. Women are working their asses off. They get to look great as they do, and they will look great in essentially anything that you put on them. When someone chooses to take part in an event as a professional athlete, even if they're amateur, there should be a little bit of respect given to their decision moving forward. Exploitation is something that they use that word to upset, to provoke an emotion. From the entertainment side side of you, it's just supposed to be a harmless fun where you're opting in to watch it or you're opting out and you're not going to be bothered. You're not going to have your, your feathers ruffled over it. When people use words like exploitation, objectify, they're really sending us back because it's like saying this is a decision made where you're going to wear this, you're going to do this, and you're going to perform. Otherwise, you know, your contract will be null and void. That's not the case. You have a contract because you are a professional athlete who is going to represent us. You're going to represent a brand, a company, um, your own family, whatever the situation may be. 
but it's not to exploit, it's not to objectify. The project itself for LFC is the fighting. I'm not there just to watch the ladies in lingerie. I'm there to watch the fight, but at the same time, for me, the added bonus is that they are in lingerie. For me personally, I look at LFC where I can sit down and watch a match and say, I love what she's she's wearing. I would love to wear that for a photo shoot. I would love to wear that for my husband. I would love to wear that just to feel beautiful. And it's not to objectify. I just want to feel good with what I'm wearing. Just like when we choose to train, we're training because we're trying to become better at something that we already know we want to improve on. So I think we need to really move away from the words like exploitation and objectify and use more words where dominance and empower and elevate are replacing those words instead. Agreed wholeheartedly. And I mean, I'll be honest, there was a Twitter user, I'm not going to give out the Twitter, but you can go to the LFC Twitter if you want to see the exchange. A user wrote about that video. This is unprofessional, cringe, outrageous, totally unsafety. Okay. And see with athletes, less training and formation to play combat sport. And for what we said to that was we love you to that said tweet user. I'll put the exchange in the description below if you guys want to get a laugh out of that. But for me, I watched the video. We had Jolene the Valkyrie Hex, the current European champion of LFC. And I mean, she was right. I love the quote. And I know I'm going to give a shout out to Miley Bryson, fellow fan of LFC in the show. She wrote, she loves the quote. It's good for the world. I mean, it is good for the world because I would love to see, like you mentioned, LFC in Russia, LFC in Canada. It's great for a lot of people, and the UK is a big market. I'd love to see them go to UK, Ireland, Scotland, you know, England, what have you. Like, it's great for the world just because, like, it's something different, it's something unique. It's not exploiting them, and I'm gonna, I even use this analogy. I said it's not like we're saying, hey, you must wear lingerie. It's like we're putting, we're not putting a gun to their head. It's something different, you know. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, with LFC, there comes body confidence, and I don't discriminate on bodies. What have you? I don't discriminate on anything. But there's a lot of girls that are body confident and really keep themselves in great shape really have the acumen the regime and the regimen to go in there so i mean it's not exploiting it's empowering if there's anything like you said there's many other verbiage to use but exploitation is not one of them right and like i said it's a it's a trigger it's a trigger word it's to upset it's to provoke a it's to provoke reaction more than conversation and i think that's where a lot of social media comes in handy because you can actually use the verbiage that you're trying to achieve. And I'm one of those individuals, if you've seen my my own Twitter, if you've seen my Instagram, I'm all about conversation. I'm all about elevating because I want people not to feel intimidated. Like you said, LFC, they're not putting any they're not putting guns to anybody's heads, they're not forcing anyone to watch, to digest. If anything, we're empowering people to possibly try to understand. And I mean, I'm one of those where I'd be like, hey, if you have something to say to me, I would love to invite you to a match and we can sit down and and you can tell me why you feel this way. And I'll tell you what we're trying to achieve. But I think we can't necessarily just try to change everybody's mind on it because we'd be possibly more exhausted just trying to to describe it. Because sometimes people have already made their decision on it. It's almost like what I've mentioned before, you know, that it's more for the bedroom, it's more to be private. I don't see it any different than when you're walking by the lingerie store and you see uh, from time to time, if it's a grand opening, models wearing the underwear, whereas it is used as a tool. It is used as a tool to empower you because, I mean, who doesn't want to wear underwear and feel absolutely sexy and like they can take the world on? Now they have commercials like that where they're, appealing to that where you know lingerie is no longer just for the bedroom you're gonna wear it you know as a shirt i i see many retailers now where there's crop tops and and you know you're gonna walk around with a bare midriff and your thong might be you know hanging out of your your jeans i I mean we've moved away so so far from this negativity only for people to try to set it back and i think that people like yourself were you're empowering these ladies and the ladies are all for it and they're trying to show the world you can be beautiful you can be confident don't let anyone shame you and I think we need to leave shame behind I think there's no room for shame especially when people are are training these ladies who I mean I want to be these ladies if I had anywhere near 
the amount of training. I would want to be an LFC fighter, a champion. I would love for that just because they embody so much that so many ladies of every day try to achieve and many of them are and they're complete badasses. And I absolutely have to say I appreciate the ladies of LFC. Now, I will add to that as well, because I think with LFC, besides even just the beauty part of it, I think then the fights, of course, but it's just like there's so much like the LFC films, for example, right? Zombie Apocalypse. We get to see the girls on the acting front as well in the reality show. But it's like this is the second year we're doing a calendar. LFC calendar last year was amazing. We had different shoots for different months, but this year it was movie themed. We saw movies like Kill Bill in there, Fast and the Furious, True Grit. Like the calendar is another thing. Like, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard we were doing an LFC calendar, I was ecstatic because I remember as a kid, as I think, you know, our pop culture nerdiness, I was big going to the Pathmark, the local Pathmark in Islip there, Islip, New York, Long Island. I would go in there, get myself some stickers, get myself some trading cards. I was all up there with the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Britney Spears. I bought me a Soul Decision CD. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge to you, Stephanie Ferreira. But I mean, it's just... It's great times. Like you, the merchandise aspect also helps because you get calendars, you can get shirts, you can get DVDs. You can watch LFC twenty six, like when they did Booty Kit. You can watch it live on YouTube. Like the merchandising and marketing out, out aspect of it helps, and I loved it. Like I lost my shit because I remember going to the Wiz Bayshore, Long Island, which was like ten minutes from my house, buying the CD of your favorite artists and. Just so many great times. Like you have to have that marketing ability. You have to have that appeal, which we do with the merchandising standpoint. So I mean, I love the fact that we also had second year calendar, but it's a movie theme, and I think that adds because a lot of people get to see them in the calendar light, and the calendars comes out immaculate with um, Richard Enber, the amazing LFC photographer that he is. So I mean, it adds a lot of more layers to the LFC product and overall content aspect. Which I have to say, I'm so jealous because I hope I get one of these calendars, and I mean. It's absolutely amazing. Great gift ideas, especially for your friends, for yourselves. And the merchandise. Who doesn't look good in the merchandise, right? Mm-hmm. So all I can say is it's it's not just about the marketing. It's all about just uniting people, getting them together, getting them to support the LFC, which I'm 100% for. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put it out there. I want to help in any way that I can. So if we can, we can start. I've got plenty of ideas that we can go forward with. (laughs) Sean will be listening to this. Mr. Sean Donnelly, the CEO of LFC. So (laughs) we'll keep that in mind and we'll be in touch on that front. But no, that's cool because Sean is open to that. I got to say something about Sean. Every time I have him on here, just we talk, he's, he's really about the fans and he just, he loves what he does. He's very passionate about LFC and about the girls that they bring in, whether it be for Las Vegas, out-of-town girls, what have you. I mean, there's so many great people that have graced the LFC ring, the LFC cage, depending on I think it's amazing. Like, for instance, um, this also ties into wrestling. Like, LFC 26, Austin Aries, who's been on WWE TV, Ring of Honor TV, Impact Wrestling TV, uh, all over the place. Like, he was a judge. Uh, Katie Forbes, Katie the Bombshell Forbes, who's the girlfriend of Rob Van Dam, who was also now signed to Impact Wrestling. She was in the main event of LFC 27, Sexy and Nerdy, Aiden Kirby, which focused on the girls with their ink and just their overall sex appeal. And then we had Independence Day and then LFC 29. Uh, and just the seamless ultra lounge, the view from the rooftop of LFC 28, and going from the Nerd Bar and what have you in various different venues. Now, unfortunately, the um, 420 event was canceled. Unfortunately, what we got going on with this coronavirus. So, And Valentine's Day one was canceled as well. So now LFC 30 looks to be taking place in June, which then after June, we have an October show, which is going to be on Halloween, which we've done costume brawl before with the girls dressing in various Halloween attires like a superwoman, uh, like Santa's elves what have you, and I think it's great in an overall appeal with the themed events, but I gotta say, I'm looking forward to it, and praying to God with what's going on now with this coronavirus that's absolutely insane and bonkers. I look forward to LFC 30 happening in June. And so am I. I, I can't wait to hear how, how it goes. I'm hoping that I can somehow catch a flight and come out when this dust settles, but I mean, this is absolutely incredible by everybody involved of LFC. I I really can't thank you guys enough for for holding a championship like this and having so many hardworking individuals take part. I really appreciate it. 
Oh, you're very welcome. I got to say this about you. I got to give you some love, too. And not just besides the fact that, all right, well, I'm going to say this right now. We're going to tease this. Folks, I do a pop culture show as well, and I've done a pop culture show on Soul Decision. So if you want to hear Stephanie come on and talk some Soul Decision with me, check out the Pop Culture History Podcast. I'm giving you an open invite because I heard that chuckle. I love to talk some Soul Decision with you just because you're a fellow pop culture nerd. But I'll put that out there, and I love you, and I respect you, and I'm happy to help you any way I can. So I wanted to throw that out there. I love you guys too. Like, I mean, the pop culture, it's just, it's, it's a way of life too. I mean, it, we hit it all the time. We hit it off. And I mean, there's so much pop culture and it's relevant to today, whether it was in the nineties, the early two thousands, the eighties, you name it, you know, a lot of stuff has happened and, you know, we kind of joke around about Seinfeld and friends, you know, yes. with uh, the bra where she's walking around in public on Seinfeld and Rachel Green played by the beautiful Jennifer Aniston wearing her lingerie when the boyfriend's parents show up. Yep. I mean, I find that now it's, it's happening. Lingerie is becoming outerwear where, you know, you can wear um, a bodysuit made of lace with, with, you know, work pants and you can go to the office with the blazer over it. So, I find that this is the perfect time for LFC to really make markets uh, to market itself and everybody kind of gather around and, and see these tremendous ladies and all their hard work that they've put into it. So I think it's time. I think it's time for LFC to come up. I got to say this about you because you were talking about Seinfeld and lingerie. I got to say this the first time I loved. All right. Now I've mentioned this before, like my first, crush was probably Britney Spears just because she was everywhere. Once we got to wrestling, it was Trish and Lita, which we talked about last time. But I think for me, and I think uh, my boy Travis will appreciate this because he knows the image I'm about to put in people's heads. When Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence got married on Boy Meets World and the look she gave him that wedding night and what she was wearing, oh my God. Like Danielle Fischel is just, (laughs) besides being a huge wrestling fan and a fan of Leo Rush, my God, Topanga. Exactly. That with that exclamation of anger. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, babe alert. Babe, babe alert. So yeah. I mean, Boy Meets World was a huge show. Girl Meets World was, you know, it didn't get the love that it should have gotten. That's correct. But I mean, it was a show that we grew up with and it really changed and opened up our minds on a lot of subjects, especially, you know, whatever Corey went through. Uh, especially what was his brother, Eric? Eric Matthews. Uh, I'm Eric yeah. Matthews. So, I mean, that show really opened up the doors, and I find that with, you know, the ladies like Trish Stratus with wrestling, they really opened up the doors for ladies like the Bella Twins and the Divas. I find that now it's all it's all connecting with, you know, Ronda Rousey with UFC, and now these lovely ladies with LFC. I think now it's time that we really embraced, I'm going to use that word, embrace what's coming. And I think that these ladies are going to take the world by storm. And like I said, I want this up here. I want it up here in Canada desperately. So if Sean hears me, I want it up here. <laughs> well, we have a lot of Canadian fighters that are in uh, LFC for the likes of like Jen, the real deal rep and uh, Serena, honey punch, Kyle. I'd want to see it in Canada. I mean, from the wrestling standpoint too, like Canada is a big hotbed for, you know, fighting and professional wrestling. And you were talking about like, I'm just going to go back to girl meets world for a second. See, I'm very conflicted about that just because like, I, I really watched it. The main thing was to see like the old stars from boy meets world. It wasn't bad. But it could not be what Boy Meets World was. It still gets a lot of love because there was a lot of good stuff on there. But it's just like, I'm kind of like, eh, about it. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Because there was some good stuff and it does deserve some love. Yeah, definitely. It's just that one scene, it was, it became also real for all of us. I mean, I grew up loving Corey and Eric. Eric was my crush. But I wanted to be Tabanga. I wanted to be her. She was just so cute and she was smart. And... It's like we all grew up together and suddenly she was this really beautiful woman where that wedding night, I wanted to be Corey. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that, too, because I think everybody did. But you know what it is, too? Like the iconic scene in Girl Meets World where she's looking in the mirror and it's like a focal point of her old self where she was just like the hippie in school, like when they were in elementary school, elementary school to Like, I love that. It's like self-reflection. And I mean, there, there were some good moments that people just, you know, don't don't no, don't hate because there were some good moments in Girl Meets World for the time that it's on. But, yeah, no, I got to leave it at that. But, yo, 
With you, I got to say this before we even close this out. By the way, you're welcome on the LFC podcast with me anytime. I, I love doing these shows with you. Oh, thanks so much. I mean, I really appreciate it. I know that you guys are really busy, especially with a lot of planning. And I love that you guys really take me on and, you know, you've you've actually really made me feel empowered and really part of the family. And I can't thank you guys enough for it. That's no problem, please. I mean, for what I do with the LFC social media and the podcast, and I love getting involved and seeing a lot of people with, uh, you know, that are just fans and that really appreciate it. And I, I love that because, like I said, with what I do, I like to inspire and encourage, give people the platform to tell their stories. And again, uh, like I said, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And that's an interesting question I got to ask you, Miss Stephanie Ferreira. Beauty, strength, and dominance. What does beauty, strength, and dominance mean to Stephanie Ferreira? To me, beauty is, beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. You know, we're very different. I always say we're almost like snowflakes because you'll never find any, any two exactly the same. Um, we're all night and day to each other where one can be very outspoken, might be very shy, one might be very reserved. So beauty is, is, is in everybody's eye. It's in the eye of the beholder. And I think that ladies are all beautiful. It doesn't matter like, like I said, their shape or size and strength. Strength comes many ways. Sometimes we have to fight. We have to really grow through the dirt to get to that strength. But we find it and we move forward with it. And dominance, we, we kick ass and we take over. We do it like a boss. We can, the way I see it, we can heal as, as we do. We could really learn from whatever we've been through. And I find that strength, beauty, and dominance go hand in hand. And I find that where there's support, there's plenty of it to go around. So that's my take on it. Once more, beautifully said. And I got to say this about you. Uh, we'll plug the social medias in a sec, but I got to say this about you. Like, I love your work that you do with the uh, sex and relationships column. You just did a funny piece about you being a puck bunny, which I got to say, people, read that because that was a very entertaining <laughs> and amazing piece. And you did one recently on role-playing. I look forward to more columns for you because you give a lot of great insight and a lot of great uh, – you're a very good storyteller. Like the puck bunny, I'll be honest with you, it had me in stitches. I was laughing. It was very entertaining. That's exactly what I try to do. I mean, it, it's it's like we said, it's entertainment. I don't want someone to read it and think it's like Dear Abby and – very one-dimensional. I want people to know that there are certain situations that are going to rise that are absolutely hysterical. I mean, let's look at LFC, for example. The reason why I would never be able to do it, let's face it, I'd probably be picking at a wedgie, like, no, tomorrow. Their wardrobe, but I know that there's, like, wardrobe malfunctions on, like, more than one occasion. So that's, <laughs> like, that's where I find things absolutely entertaining. I would, I, I laugh at things. I'm a joker. And with the column, there's a lot of great information that I'll put out, out there and I'll keep it funny because I want to keep you entertained as well. I mean, it's it's a learning curve. There, There's some feedback that people will say that they didn't like something about it and I can take it all in stride or with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, I got a job to do. And just like the ladies at LFC, they have a job to do. And we don't care what anybody says. We're still going to do our job. We're going to do it very, very great. Exactly. And by the way, as soon as she said wedgie, I started laughing. And then I realized I'm a grown-up. I'm going to be 28 and I'm laughing at wedgie. That's how it is. I'm a child. Yes. <laughs> no, you're not. You are a grown-up with a great sense of humor. Thank you. Because, you know, we, we have to laugh. I mean, we're going to take things very seriously, like the LFC. You right. know, we're very serious about it. The column I'm very serious about. But you still have to have fun with it. And I think that's the most important thing. People, especially adults, we forget to have fun when we're working. So LFC or Muscle Sports Mag, it's important that we have fun because if we're not having fun, chances are we're not going to like what we do. And we don't want to just like what we do. We want to love and appreciate what we do. Amen to that. And I'm going to say this as well, Miss, Miss uh Miss Muscle Sport Mag, we were talking about sex and relationships. I just got to put this out there. People, if you want to see the lovely Stephanie Ferrer and some lingerie, I got to say, those shots came out excellent. 
<laughs> well, shots were a little interesting. It was a little drafty that day, but I, I had fun with it. It's a little out there for me, but, you know, who doesn't want to be a little empowered, a little bit of strength and, and dominance in it while looking a little pretty. So thank you so much for, for that. I really appreciate it. Now you look good. Emphasis on the good. I'm quoting my inner Booker T. Good. You look good. You look very good. So, Miss Stephanie Ferreira, um, this is where I step back. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let everybody know where they can follow you on the social media platforms. Promote what we got coming up with your next column. The floor is yours. Let's go right ahead. So I've got my next column. It should be coming out with Muscle Sports Mag shortly within the next hour or so. Uh, so it's going to be put my body where your mouth is. It's going to talk a little bit about the oral sex, but I'm thinking I might venture into the wrestling side of things as well for a future article. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at MSM or on Twitter at M. Links will be in the description. I got to say this right now. All right. I'm going to take something that we talked about on On the Mic with Mike on the other podcast, which links will be in the description where we've had Stephanie on also for the Stevie Nicks Hockey Experience and On the Mic with Mike. I'm going to tell you this, Stephanie Ferrer, you were talking about oral sex. goes back to B44. If you get down on me, I'll get down on you. Going to make you come tonight. Pause over to my house. See, it all comes back to pop music in the early 2000s. E44, <laughs> damn straight. I see what you did there. No, but in all seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, people follow Miss Steph Ferrer and her giggling self. Uh, but follow Muscle Sport Mag, links for Muscle Sport Magazine. And Muscle Sport TV will be in the links below. And you can check out this podcast and listen to Stephanie Ferrer's voice on episode 43 of the podcast on all social media and audio platforms such as Sackle.com slash LFC, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, wherever you get your podcast needs, CastBox, CastBizox, wherever you get your podcasting platforms, this show will be. And it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Stephanie. We will do this again. So I ask you, Stephanie Fred, do you have any final words for the LFC supporters, the LFC fans, and the LFC faithful, and pretty much anybody in general that's been supporting your work since day one? What final words do you have to say, Stephanie? Let's get to work. Let's get our heads together. Let's unite and let's make LFC the best damn thing that's come around. Amen. I love your attitude. So for Stephanie Ferreira, my name is Mike Larkin. Thank you for listening to episode 43 of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. And I'll see you next time. Everybody be safe. I know the coronavirus is unfortunately happening here in the world and it just it sucks. But people, please stay safe and just be well. Stay healthy. We love you. And we'll talk to you next soon. Thanks.